Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I believe it is episode 28. So wow, we are clocking them up now, aren't we? Um, I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. Today, I'm talking to you about not handing over the control of your business to somebody else. Now, this topic isn't new. I have touched on it before, but um, having a conversation this week with two really lovely ladies, um, it was really unfortunate. Um, they were the type of people that I would love to help. There was so much scope to help them. Um, and, you know, they really fitted my criteria of being good at what they do, but what they do isn't the sales and marketing side of a business. But uh, unfortunately, you know, time scales with going off on maternity leave, it just didn't make any sense whatsoever. Fortunately, the area of business that they were in, um, I'm hoping to be able to put them in touch with a contact that I have who used to do very well. They work very successfully in that area. And so, um, you know, hopefully that can um, get them the support that they need that way. But people are fundamentally very um, enthusiastic to offload all the work that they don't enjoy doing, which I totally get. The problem is, is that most people, when they run a business, um, particularly in the startup phase or whether when they're changing direction, um, which was the case with these two people, um, it, they were a partnership. It wasn't different businesses. It was one business, um, two different partners in there. And both of their strengths were around design and creativity. I do tend to attract quite a lot of creatives uh, because they are lacking. They are good at what they do but what they do isn't the sales and marketing side. And so they end up feeling quite frustrated that they look around and other people are doing really well and they're not doing so well. Um, people aren't as aware of them. And I think, you know, they they touched on that. One of them was very aware that, you know, in previous businesses they'd had a similar situation that they just hadn't got themselves out there. Now, knowledge wasn't the problem because talking to them, they'd done all sorts of different courses and trainings and everything else. It was taking that information and it was putting it into practice in their own business consistently. That was where the struggle was so you know straight away you're looking at the need for accountability and the need for support um you know there will be some learning in there there will be some clarifying of 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 ideas and how they fit to that that organization but a lot of it will be getting on with it and implementing and you know i thoroughly enjoy helping people do that um but as i say yeah timings wise i'm going off maternity leave uh as much as i would like I was I felt really like over over saying no um it just wasn't it just wasn't really an option um as you can tell I'm still coming to terms with it um it's always sad's law there's always these opportunities that crop up um just to test your resilience and um determination to stick to your original plan um thankfully I'm quite stubborn when it comes to that sort of stuff so um there's no way I am deviating from the plan that has been created so um whether somebody else will <laughs> whether B3 will have different ideas I do not know um I'm I'm not sure why I've become such a um well why I'm waking up most uh, a lot of the time at 4 30 um but I am um, <laughs> I'm assuming it's probably got something to do with my eldest predicting that um B3 is going to arrive on my birthday and she keeps telling everybody so um 
that has made me think that if she's right, I do have a limited time to create my podcasts and the content and the book um, completion that I want to do uh, before his arrival. So um, maybe that has something to do with it. But anyway, cracking on. So, you know, sales and marketing is the lifeline to your business, okay? Now, I know that everybody always thinks that they're really important um, and that, you know, an organisation can't live without them. Um, You know, obviously, HR, you're always wrong with that. I'm joking. Um, But, you know, (laughs) partly. Um, But, you know, you've always got that... um, that need to generate revenue if you are not generating revenue then you are not you know you don't have a business um you know it it tends to be more of a hobby um because you know you need revenue a business needs to be able to in the longer term maintain itself um at least maintain itself um ideally provide you with some sort of income in return for all your efforts um so it's the, it's the sales and marketing is really that lifeline into your business it's that revenue that you so need um to enable your business to grow develop get support um and become the business that you're aiming to be um and obviously that requires you to have goals in place and have um ideas in place of where you want your business to go um but you know in the main people want their business to um you know be an enjoyable experience um and to generate them enough money um that they can you know use that money to have the lifestyle that they would like and that seems to be the 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 normal consensus on it the thing with handing over your sales and marketing so if you identify that sales and marketing is your weaker point um handing it over to somebody to take the reins on it um is a very big leap of faith um i'm a naturally controlling person and so straight away that feels very alien to me um to want to hand that over i'm more of the (laughs) thought process that i try and do way too much in my business and actually you know you need to play to your strengths produce what you're good at producing and you know it'd be in a position where you can get other people to do um, the jobs that they're good at doing um, and you're not so good at, Um, which is what I am saying people shouldn't do, ironically, um, with sales and marketing. Um, And I'm not saying you should never outsource. I'm just saying that you need to have a decent budget behind you um, and you need to have a decent understanding. You need to have the basics there. Time and time again, I've had people come to me who have off the back of having an expert now i am i am doing little quote marks as we speak with that an expert come into their business and run their sales or marketing or both and if you if that person is really good at what they do you are unlikely as a small business to be able to afford them if something is too good to be true generally it is Um, and the same goes for business you know if you can hire somebody who knows exactly how to take your business to to market online and they've done it all before and they're amazing um, and you can get them for you know 12 grand a year um, I would question that Um, they're either pricing themselves badly because they're just starting out um, or they're not confident 
um, or they're not actually as good as they are saying. At the end of the day, they are in sales and marketing. So, you know, do your due diligence. Um, I'm not saying that everybody is dishonest. They're not by any means. Um, but people can get wrapped up in their own enthusiasm, feel they can make a difference to somebody. Um, you know, it's your business um, that they are tinkering with. And the best thing you can do, I mean, when people come to the agency and they're wanting to have paid ads, um, they have absolutely zero idea of what's involved with paid ads. They're not interested. Um, but you do open yourself up for being taken for a bit of a ride because that in you know you can end up with an organization who you know you need to do this you need to do that you need to do the other and you know you're not still no better off or understand anything and by the time it's finished was it that organization or was it your product or was it where you were trying to to you know aim at your ideal customer that was the wrong combination um if you're none the wiser after doing testing with an organization um you know, it's a, it's a really tricky situation to be in and you are X amount of money down. So it's always best unless they come on recommendation, unless you've done your due diligence and you're certain that this person really knows their stuff, um, then, you know, I would be inclined to, to dip your toe more into training and upskill yourself. Also bearing in mind, um, as a bit of a benchmark, you know, we talk to people in the agency all the time. They have about between 500 and 1,000 pounds a month to spend um, altogether on Facebook ads. If you're getting somebody to implement it for you, a person who implements um, Facebook ads for 500 pound a month is going to do a very basic job. There is no way that they can spend the time on the account that uh, an expert team could because they're just not going to be able to keep a roof above their own heads at the same time as servicing your account. So they're going to need to have to have multiple accounts, um, which really restricts the time they can spend on it or that they're, they're just not going to be spending enough time um, or have the intention of spending enough time from the beginning. So it is worth bearing in mind that at that sort of level of budget, you are better off equipping yourself and spending the money on ads. That goes the same for the organic side of stuff. You know, if you're getting somebody in at a low price, they're going to need guidance. Okay, they're not going to be able to provide you with the combination of expertise and which will guide you in the process and implement. So, you know, it may be worth getting somebody to guide you who really knows what they're doing, um, but get somebody else to do the implementation or do the implementation yourself. At the end of the day, you need to have knowledge about your organisation. So if you've equipped yourself, if you've done courses, and this is what happened with quite a few people on the academy, was they've done courses before, but it had been the implementation of the information on those courses and the adaptation of the information to their organization that they had struggled with. And that's what these ladies were struggling with. But their thought process had become, we just need to outsource. I just want to outsource, um, you know. But the problem is, is that you need to have a decent, um, you know, your lifetime customer value needs to be there. You need to be generating decent revenue in order to justify that additional um decent chunky wage that you should need to pay for somebody who knows what they're doing okay so if you desperately desperately hate every aspect of sales and marketing then how do you go about finding somebody to fill that gap well 
it was interesting because actually when I spoke to these the, the the ladies that I spoke to yesterday um they were very similar um and they decided to join forces because um this was a reasonably new partnership into the business and they decided to do that because they work better um with somebody else and I can totally get that the problem was, was their skill sets were pretty much the same um one of the best things you can do for your business if you are wanting somebody to come on board um is to give you know be careful who you're giving it away to and it wouldn't be the first thing that I would do but you know make it clear that there is scope to to take up shares within the business um or make it a partnership or whatever in the longer term um that person is therefore more bought in and you're securing their services in the long term if they're decent um but you want to be doing your due diligence, particularly before you give away any element, um, any equity in your business. So, you know, doing research um, and actually have that person on board and with a view to doing that in so many months time, not straight away. So do not hand over any equity to start with. But in the longer, you know, you can make it clear that it's an option in the longer term. So what you want to be doing is making sure that, um, you know, you do your due diligence on that person. Ideally, they come recommended. Um, there is a lot, particularly when you're looking at venturing into the online space. There are a lot of gurus who literally, um, they've got a good budget. Um, you know, there are a lot of people out there who aren't as good as they make out. Um, they aren't getting the results. Um, and, you know, they're not as ethical as you would potentially like. Um, so do your research, speak to people. Um, a few a few years ago, we were looking for somebody um, to mentor us. And uh, we were in a position where, you know, we'd spoken to the salesperson. Um, it all sounded very good. They were spouting results that they'd got for people. And then we asked to speak to somebody who'd been on the program. And it was just an absolute outright no um all sorts of excuses came out um but in the end they basically turned around and said that if we needed to speak to somebody and get that clarity then we just weren't ready um which i was like that is a really rubbish sales technique um and that's definitely not going to wash with us you know and when you're looking at handing over a decent chunk of money um you want to make sure that you've covered all bases because you don't want to be able to you don't want to be in a position where you turn around and kick yourself and think, well, that was pretty dumb. Um, no wonder that didn't work out. So upskill yourself wherever possible. Find those experts. Invest in those experts. It's an investment in you. It's an investment in your business. If you really hate it, then go for people who look for people who come recommended, whose work you can see, whose outcomes you can see. Um, but the biggest challenge you're going to get there is affording a decent person um, on a small business budget. Um, you need to be asking lots of questions of that person. You need to understand the decision-making process they're making. At the end of the day, they are controlling the income that your business is going to get, the leads that you're generating, and therefore the leads that you'll be converting. So you don't just want to hand it over um, you know, your business is your responsibility. Um, it's like my business anyway, is is like an additional child. Um, you don't want, you wouldn't just hand it over and, and not ask questions um, and not find out what's going on and why the decisions that are being made are being made. So keep control 
of it even if it scares you even if it's something that you're totally not aware of and because once you take your finger off that pulse and you're not aware of it people can quite easily they don't mean to um, but they can take advantage and they can end up um, you know going slowly not putting the effort in because you know you're none the wiser either way and there's nobody pushing them for you know um, appropriate outcomes and outputs because you're just like leaving them to it um and as i say so many people i have spoken to who've come out the back end of this and been like i've handed over x amount of money from this person and basically they did nothing and it's like well what were you doing and and you have to take responsibility for your own share of this is if that person is going to be heading up your sales and marketing you need to be super clear on what your expectations of them are um what financial you know targets that you've got in place um, and you need to be monitoring how they are doing versus those targets so you can't just hand it over and and bury your head in the sand or go off and be distracted by something else you're still going to have to be present you're still going to have to be asking the questions and that's why I feel like you might as well at least to start with invest in yourself and upskill yourself um, for that role um on a side note uh, you know there are two people that I've ever worked with who I've thought you are better off handing out your sales um, to a third party. Um, as far as the, the sales, so you know, you've generated leads through whatever means, um, there are only two people that I've thought, you know, this is such an uphill battle. You are doing, you know, it's such a struggle for you to represent your business in a, in a decent way. Um, because you're not naturally good at sales, because you don't enjoy it, and because you're so far off the mark that you would be better with somebody else doing it for you. So, you know, bearing that in mind, um, the likelihood is is that you are better off upskilling yourself. So, at the moment, um, <laughs> so if, if you're sat there convinced that, yeah, I should definitely upskill myself, at the moment, um, what can you do? Well, I've convinced you, presumably, um, you know, you're thinking, yeah, Sarah's reasonably decent. Um, there isn't actually anything out there currently that I am um, providing. I'm hoping by the time that I actually go off, and this is pre-recorded, um, by the time that I go off and um, go off on maternity leave, I have created um, a sort of elements which will support the digital resources I already have available. Um, in reality, there is the potential that I won't. Um, in which case, I may do it whilst I'm off. Um, but other than that, it's January before I will be back and and taking on new clients. So um, the idea is, is to have a bit of a hybrid. I personally don't feel like I can provide you with a resource um, and expect you to adapt it to your business and adapt it to your ideal customer and get the most out of my courses. So um, the digital uh, concept that I have in my head um hence the word concept um but actually you know the digital learnings do exist and they are available um they are online already um it would just be positioning them um with sort of uh, information and, and resources for 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 that learning um but yeah whether i do that or not i'm not 100 sure but it would incorporate a um, an element of a one-to-one -one conversation and um, so a one-to-one -one session with me so that we can um, get the 
we can consolidate the learning and make sure that it's relevant to you and your business so watch that's this space on that um, if that is something that comes to fore i will make people aware of it um, but at the moment i am i'm working through and making sure that all my other commitments are met first which um yeah you know i'm, I'm very fortunate that i don't have to prioritize um that that sales element um, at this stage um, the big push comes next year when I am back and um, never going off on maternity leave again which um, is an exciting thought actually um, especially when you're looking you know at the future um, for your business anyway that's enough for me today guys I hope that's been useful you know as far as handing over your business is concerned please do think about it very carefully please do think about upskilling yourself first um, if you do have any questions or if you ever are thinking about using anybody um, I always say this but please do get in contact with me and I genuinely mean it um, you know sarah at sellingwithoutsleaves.com please do drop me an email um, run past me the, the person that you're thinking of using um, and you know I'll let you know any feedback that I have on them um, but it, it really does upset me there aren't you know some people aren't great out there there are some really good ones but it's wood for trees and um, you know I, I am really aware of people coming out the back end of relationships with people who have promised them so many different things for them and their business um, and it just hasn't come to fruition so thank you for listening and uh, happy selling speak to you again soon bye for now thanks for listening to the selling without sleeves podcast if you enjoyed this episode please head over to itunes or stitcher or wherever you're listening from to leave us a review it's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it